Hey, 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 how's it going out there, my mushroom lovers? Oliver Carlin here, and I'm the Mushroom Man. I'm about to jump into a podcast with Mark the Hammer Coleman, a.k.a. the godfather of ground and pound. He was the first heavyweight champion of the world in the UFC. And most people think when you achieve that level of success in your life that you don't have problems. Well, Mark's here to share with you his struggles, his personal struggles in his life with addiction and how it had a major impact on him personally and professionally, and how he was able to overcome those things. So let's jump into the podcast right now and see what Mark has to say. So the big question is this. With over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, how do people that want to benefit from their various medicinal properties accurately identify them in the wild, grow them at home, or make them taste delicious without having to read confusing medical reports and possibly eating a poisonous look-alike by mistake? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, and welcome to Curative Mushroom. All right, we're live. All right, um, so joining me, Mark Coleman, uh, the godfather of Ground and Pound, the hammer, the first UFC heavyweight champion. Um, thanks for being here, Mark. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm doing uh, fantastic. Another great day. Where does this, uh, I'd like to just hear your story. It's like, where, where does everything start for you? Like if we go back, you know, to the beginning a little bit in your life, um, where'd you grow up? I'm from Ohio, man. I've been in Ohio my whole life. Uh, I live in Columbus, Ohio for the last um, 30, 40 years, but I grew up two hours north. Uh, out in the country, a lot of cornfields. Uh, I just, when I got up as a little kid, I would get up, open the door, and I would be gone for the day. I, I, we had woods, we had the river, we had the woods, we had yards, we had football games, games the yeah. games with the neighbors. Just uh, I was just busy, man, till, till my mom would call me in at, like, lunch, and then at supper, and she could... She could fucking yell, man. I would be, I'd be two miles away, and I could hear my name. So I'd, have, <laughs> I'd have to come running home. But uh, uh, just two, two fantastic parents still alive. Still, my parents are still alive. With mom and dad, eighty-one and uh, eighty and eighty-three. I got a, a brother and uh, two sisters, and and one sister that passed away. But uh, uh, just family's everything to me. Family and, and good quality friends, and, and, and just uh, uh, we grew up. They never missed anything, man. I, I was into every sport I could be. I wanted to be the greatest athlete in the world, and and I went for it. I mean, even mm-hmm. as a five year old kid, I was. Uh, I can remember doing a. I, I could do a hundred push ups in a row because my uncle would give me like a penny of push up, so <laughs> I, I would get a dollar. You know what I mean, so. <laughs> We we were pretty poor, so I, I you know, it, it, my dad worked real hard, um, construction business, remodeling houses. He could do everything, man. I, it, I would never. I was just so into sports that I would work for my dad, but I never learned all the skills he had. Man, he could he could build a house from scratch. He could he could repair repair a car from scratch. All that shit and. Uh, I would help him, but I wouldn't pay attention. And uh, 
But mm-hmm. he never he never missed a wrestling match. He never missed a football game, a baseball game. My mom there was there too. They ended up making it all the way to the Olympics, watching me wrestle in the Olympics, and then my dad was in my corner in the fight game. But uh, I just had a, a you know. We we weren't the. It was great not being rich, man, because we had to we we had to earn, we had to earn what we got, and, and my dad was, yeah, but he was, he was a wrestler and football player himself, but uh, he was uh, he was undefeated on the streets, and <laughs> uh, that's what there was no sport of MMA, but most important to me was be the best athlete in the world, but I I, I also I never wanted to lose a street fight. I, I wanted to be the toughest man in the world. And, uh, you know, my dad was my uh, inspiration, my motivation, my mom and dad. And, uh, you know, took me a long way. Now, that's where I grew up. Mm. Awesome. And so, so I, you were an athlete. You're growing up. That's really cool, man. And um, so how did um, how did it come to where because you, you were the first heavyweight champion of the, you know, in the UFC. What how did that, everything lead into that from where you were? Um, Just like I, I, gave, I gave everything in my life. I, I, I narrowed it down from football, wrestling and baseball. When I went to college, I narrowed it down. I. I wanted. I was going to be the greatest wrestler in the world, and I I took second in the world. I didn't quite make it. I made the Olympic team, and then I I didn't do well at the Olympics. Uh, no excuses. I had a bad day, and, and I, I got beat mm-hmm. by two guys I'd beaten a year earlier. Um, that 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 set me on a, a a path south. It was in 1992, and. Uh, I've been dedicated my whole life up until till that point. And then in 1992, after when I lost, I went back to Ohio State University where I was a coach. I was a, a wrestling coach at Ohio State. And, uh, well, I started experimenting with every drug I could find and every alcohol was number one. So I drank and I partied and this lasted. All I ever cared about was uh, being the greatest and then all of a sudden, um, it, it, I just I just took a break from it. I continued to lift weights and get bigger and stronger, but I didn't get on the wrestling map for, for almost three years, uh, chasing women, drinking mm-hmm. booze, and doing drugs, and mm-hmm. uh, not really getting a lot done. Um, and then all of a sudden, I seen the UFC on TV, and it's like, because I, I really wasn't, I, I fell out of love with wrestling. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. I was still, I was in the best prime years of my life, 20, 27, 28, 29, and 30. Those were the years mm-hmm. I wasted. But then all of a sudden I got the opportunity in the UFC in, in, in 1996. Um, I got, I got offered a, a slot in the UFC 10 and, uh, that's when I, I shifted gears back to being the best in, in, in athletics. And uh, I, I dominated three guys in one night. And then I, uh, I two months later, I did it again. I, I beat three more guys. And then, then two months later, I beat Dan Sever to become the UFC heavyweight champion. And 
that was the that all happened in uh like a six eight month span but then it was overwhelming when i when i became the champion it, 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 it was overwhelming i felt like i lived my dream and mm. now my demons were coming calling me the mm. devil was calling me hard and i went right back to that bottle hard and mm. basically the rest of my fight career was it was the roller coaster of did I train or did I drink? Mm. And, uh, you know, uh, obviously you could almost, the writing's on the wall. You can go watch my career. And uh, I drank a lot more than I trained, but I did, I was able to put it together for the big ones. I won the uh, Pride Grand Prix. Mm. And then, uh, I, I beat Shogun Hua, Stefan Bonner, UFC 100. So it was a decent career. But, um, if I had the kind of focus I have today that I back then, I don't think I would have ever got beat. So it was mm-hmm. uh, very, to me, just a very journeyman, journeyman like career. But uh, it, it is what it is. Today's a new day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the so that alcohol was kind of something that you, I don't know, you just you 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 just kind of enjoyed it and you, you were doing that a lot and it was kind of maybe even messing with your ability to achieve your goals in fighting. Do you think? Well, not maybe that's what I, that's what I said. It destroyed my fighting career, destroyed Mm -hmm. everything. Um, I was afraid of life, just afraid of uh, everything. Uh, um, And and alcohol took all the fear away, made Mm -hmm. everything normal. I thought it made everything normal, but I was killing myself and uh, I was acting a fool. You don't really know it. And then I started isolating myself uh, when it got really bad after about 10 years straight. It was really bad. Um, I isolated myself. I I was living in an extended stay hotel for over a year and I really didn't let nobody know I was staying there. Cause I didn't want no company and uh, that's it. You know, as long as I had my beer, um, I was miserable, but I didn't really know it. I was in a lot of pain, uh, physically, a lot of pain, uh, uh, hip surgeries and all this knees, everything was bad, but I didn't work out. I just completely walked away from the sport in 2010. And, 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 and I, I stopped working out completely and I got, I got up to 280 pounds and mm. uh, just a huge beer belly. I couldn't even walk to the car. I, w- I was so out of shape and just so lazy and so down. Um, you know, I had a narcissistic uh, uh, girlfriend who I had a who I had a child with. I have an eight year old daughter from her who who I'm so blessed. This beautiful girl gives me so much life right now, but. Uh, the mama was, uh, I, kn- I knew nothing about narcissism and, uh, you know, just, you, you, it took about five years to figure out that everything was a complete lie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, basically she made Mark Coleman. She told me I was a, a worthless, nobody, no good person. And, uh, you know, after, a- a- after hearing it for so long and, and the alcohol, well, mm. I kind of believed it, and mm. and and you know, I, I I just didn't think I had opportunities out there. But I was, it was so far from the truth because uh, right now, Mark Coleman has 
I have as many opportunities as I want to chase. And uh, I'm so blessed and fortunate. I have somebody. This woman tried to destroy me, tried to kill me, that along with the alcohol, but it didn't happen. Two years ago, two and a half, two years, three months ago, I checked into a rehabilitation center, and it was the greatest thing I've ever done. It, they they taught me. I was amazed within a couple weeks. My my brain was a complete mushy fog. My body was destroyed, and I knew this is right where I belonged with a lot of other people facing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I I changed the way I did things. I I found my character defects. I worked on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was an angry man and 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 always in fear, and now uh, I have gotten rid of all my resentments towards any people. My anger is is it's not going to be all the way gone, but I I have it in control ninety <laughs> percent of the time, ninety five percent of the time. I still need that anger to do some damage at certain <laughs> times. You just got to know. Anger's okay. It just has to be in the right place. Mm. Bad things are going to happen. The best. What happened is the best thing ever happened. I realized bad things are going to happen to everybody. It, it, it's how you handle them that matters. And mm. yeah. now I handle them. Mm-hmm. You just have to accept everything happens when it's supposed to happen. Mm. And even yeah. if it wasn't supposed to happen and um i forget where i was at in my story but uh um uh, well where, where was we at yeah so you were explaining um we were trying we were going over the um you were you were going to be you were struggling with alcohol and the woman you were with was also causing some, you know, mental health issues with you. Yeah, and we're just kind of going through that whole journey. Yeah. Oh well, what I was getting at is, I checked into the rehab, and they taught me how to how to deal with life sober. And you usually the big scare for people trying to get sober. The big scare is they they think their their life is going to be so boring, so miserable, so nothing to do. And I was kind of wondering what what the hell was I going to do and you you you, that's what you'll be amazed to realize is everything you do is better sober everything you used to do drunk of course you got to stay away from some of those places you're going to choose to want to stay away from a lot of the stupid places you went to for no reason because all there is to do there is drink and get stupid and be silly (laughs) But not necessarily like you you go bowling alcohol no you go bowling without alcohol you can play tennis you can go for a walk you can hang out with your kids you can go out to dinner with your family uh, you can do everything sober and you can remember it life mm-hmm. is amazing life is what you make it I choose to make my life great I'm, I'm grateful I'm blessed I, I try to stay humble I'm getting back into this fight game. It pushes my buttons, and I have to really, really work hard to to, to stay humble and be kind because uh, I'm on the edge. But 
but I got it right now. Today I got it. Today I'm sober, and and it is the coolest thing I've ever done. Um, I recommend anybody listening here get help. You know, somehow get a hold of me. I'll get you in a. I'll get you in a rehab center. Give them a chance, like I did. You know, mm-hmm. checked in the rehab center. Oh my God, I need my phone. Everybody thinks they need their phone. No, whatever you. You make you, you don't need your phone for nothing. It's a lie. Everything that's out there is going to be out there when you get out. Get in there. Learn how to live. Change your life. It turned out to be the coolest thing is, is handing my phone over. I fought to get it back, you know, once a week for an hour. But then after I started getting cleared up, cleared my head, um, mm. there's nothing you can do for the people out there unless you get clear and clean and sober. They'll all be there when you do. They will, mm-hmm. The ones that are supposed to come back will, and the ones that aren't won't. Life is good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, man. You know, what do you think it is like about alcohol that causes like, um, you know, Cause you, you were at a time in your life, you won the heavyweight championship and, you know, but you still weren't feeling like, you know, you achieved all your goals and then it kind of just wasn't what you expected. Right. It was, um, oh, no, it, no, I mean, I achieved all my goals, but I'm, I was chasing women. That's what it's, everybody, everybody mm. puts the, puts the most importance on chasing women. I chased women and I treated them wrong. You know, now that I, now that I found peace, I'm happy. I'm at peace with everything. Mm-hmm. I have no resentments, you know, oh. as little anger as possible. Uh, I have no desire to chase women. And that, that's the biggest relief for me ever. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, for everybody, that's that, it ruins many a man. It ruins many athletes. It, it keeps a lot of goats normal because they mm-hmm. blow it. And, and, and yeah, right now, it's not... I treat women with respect. I always did, really. I mean, just, you know, I just, um, I guess I didn't. I, I take that back. Uh, it, it's just something I chased, and I no longer chase it, and I'm, I'm at peace, you know, and, and I'm not afraid to be alone. The alcohol takes away the fear. It gives you the courage, but it's fake courage. It makes you, it turns you into a fool. It, it Everybody mm. likes the way it makes you feel, okay? But it's it's temporary. Mm-hmm. And when you're done and the hangover comes in, that's the real t- reality, the truth mm-hmm. of it. So the, so you drink again. It's just a, mm-hmm. it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. And the only way for me personally to stay away from it is I do not drink at all because that's the only way for a true alcoholic to do it is to abstain 100% or mm-hmm. it will put you right back to the rock bottom place I was at in that hotel near death uh, uh, disgusting I, I I didn't take showers I, I didn't clean my, my room was disgusting rock bottom I think about it anytime I, 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 I don't live it but I will not forget it. I'm not going to forget it because it's an important part of my life. And I was able to change and save my life 
And uh, it's not just alcohol, all these drugs, they do the same thing. They make you feel good, but it's a fake feeling. Feel good about yourself sober, and there's ways to do it. Feel good about yourself sober. Um, you just got to you, you try it. You have to go through it. You have to live the 12 steps. You have to work the 12 steps. You have to admit you're powerless and put it in. I put it in my higher power hands. Everything's in my higher power's hands, and he's in control of everything. So that takes my fear away. I can't. Why worry about things that you can't do nothing about, anyways? And a lot of the times you're worried about things that there's not nothing to worry about. It, it passes, and it was just a thought. It was a bad thought. Mm -hmm. So when the bad thoughts come in your head, you have to shake them out. You have to get them out and immediately turn it into a good thought. Pray to the Lord. Pray to your higher power. Whatever skills you find when negative thoughts come in, because they're going to come in every day of your life. And for an alcoholic, I'm going to think about alcohol every day of my life. But just mm -hmm. negative, bad things come in my head. Anyways, uh, I turn it into something good real fast. I turn the music on, maybe find a good song on the radio. There's just skills you can learn. I learned these skills in rehab. I I told him I'd stay one month. I ended up staying for six months. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. I consider myself uh, a little bit of a, a technician now, or um, a tech, uh, a therapist. Ah, there you go. Gotcha. I'm a therapist. Mm -hmm. And I still go to therapy. I highly recommend therapy to everybody out there. It just gives you somebody in the neutral corner to listen to your concerns and you're going to be amazed at how many things you want to talk about to this person. Mm. So let them listen. They digest it and they give you their professional answer back. And usually they're very right. Not usually, <laughs> almost always because <laughs> it's really common sense. <laughs> yeah. Being able to get that feedback of what you're going through from somebody else is very valuable, right? <clears throat> yeah, it's the, the, I don't worry about the stigma at all. Obviously, the the stigma of being an alcoholic or even the the mental health. I don't worry about that shit because I, I know everybody out there. I personally believe everybody's out there struggling a little bit, so I, I could mm. care less. It needs to be talked mm. about more, and because uh, yeah. uh, I know there's millions and millions and millions suffering that have no hope and that's all they have. The only thing they hope for is they hope they have a, a beer in their hand the next morning or whatever. And yeah. it's a horrible thought to me because if they can only find a, a way to the, to, to the freedom and, and the freedom of sobriety, mm -hmm. um, it, it would, it's just the only way it's to me, it's the only way. And, and I don't look down on drinkers at all. And uh, a matter of fact, the ones that are not alcoholics, that's awesome. Be careful. But mm -hmm. the ones that are alcoholics, you, you have to get help or you're going to die. Jail, institutes, and death. That's it. You go to jail, mm -hmm. go to institutes and try to get help, and then you die. You know, wow. that's it. Yeah. You know, thank you for sharing all this, you know, because I think your story can help so many people because, you know, 
a lot of people, they only see what they see on TV. You know, they would think, you know, they see people that are successful and they've achieved all their goals. And then they just assume that they don't go through any problems. They don't have any issues. You know, they think that only happens to everyone else. But hearing this story from you is, you know, can help so many people. We're all the same. Everybody's the same. It don't matter. Money don't buy happiness. It mm -hmm. helps make things easier, but only you can make yourself happy. You know, that's it. We're all the same. We all mm -hmm. have fear. We all have doubts. We all have worry, but you can change it. You can change mm -hmm. it and you can realize that it's, it only hurts you. It only, it only makes you weaker. So it's in somebody else's hands. It's bad things are going to happen. People are going to die. That was my big worry, man. My mom and dad die. I'm going to, I'm going to go crazy. No, hell no. Now I talked about it. I talked about it enough. Like, Oh my God, how stupid, how pathetic is that? That my mom dies. It gives me a reason to go drink. What an excuse, just an mm -hmm. excuse. So mm -hmm. that's it. bad things are happening. Stay calm. Calm, calm is the coolest thing ever. Stay calm. Sober is the coolest thing ever. Calm is cool. Um, you know, that's it. Yeah. Um, so have you ever, there's, you know, a lot of people are talking about, you know, other plants out there like mushrooms and stuff like that. Have you, have you um, tried anything like that before? Yeah, sure. I've, I've tried the uh, psychosyllabin, the mushrooms. Um, it's to me, they're, they're a blessing. Uh, they, they, they only made me stronger in my desire to stay, to stay sober. I, I really, but it, it's something that I have to, have to fight with because they are illegal and mm. uh, it, it's a gray area. So I, I'm just really hoping that like marijuana, I'm hoping they become legal and, yeah. and you can do more because everything I've read, I've read a lot, everything I've heard and my, my personal experience, um, they make me happy. They make me peaceful. They make mm -hmm. me calm. They make my, my brain focused. Um, I have nothing but positive things to say about them. And I, I just, uh, I, I'm not an expert on them by all means, but uh, th that's for that's for the experts to get it out there and show the world what they can do because I I know the studies that the serious severe depressed alcoholics go into treatment for two or three weeks and come out smiling and and and, and the rehabilitation that I went to or rehabilitations everywhere for alcohol and drugs there's only a five percent chance of success rate. That's oh, not very much. Yeah. So that's very, it's so, so little. But um, now these shrooms, I don't have the stats on that or anything, but uh, I'm assuming, I'm hoping and assuming that the success rate is way, way, way higher. And uh, this it's going to take time right now. You yeah. know, people that know what they're talking about, get out there and, and you know, need some, some high up people to, to, Hey, Joe Rogan's all about it. He's yeah. a high up there guy, man. He knows what he's mm -hmm. doing. Joe Rogan loves it. Yeah. You know, it's just going to take time because obviously, I don't really, I've never really heard any negative about it. 
I mean, I never heard <laughs> what's the negative, what's the negative side effects. I, I don't know none. I know none. You know, I don't know either. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't heard no. any of them yet. You can't even overdose on it. Like, like no. people taking huge, huge doses, like twenty-five plus grams, and they're they're just better. Yeah. <laughs> like those. Yeah, are- well, yeah, I'm hopeful. I mean, it's coming. It's already out there. There's already states that are legalized this and that. So it, it just take time. You know. But yeah, the they have many many benefits. The shrooms do, but the one I'm excited about is just helping al- alcoholics get off the booze. And it's also, you know, even even the nicotine addiction. You know. Oh man, that one's tough. Yeah. I used to yeah. smoke for a year, <laughs> a pack a day. <laughs> that was the toughest thing I ever did was quit smoking. No, you ain't kidding. I'm not gonna lie. I. I still uh, take a couple puffs every now and then, man. I, I just, I'm trying my hardest, but I just, if you, yeah, yeah, if I don't, yeah, it's a brutal one. Yeah, that that is a tough one, and I imagine alcohol the same thing. You know, it's none of them got the same. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, I, I would say they're the same. I, I just, uh, I haven't hit rock bottom on. <laughs> nicotine so yeah that's true you don't hit rock bottom smoking. how much do you, i don't know how much you want to get into it and if you don't want to get into it that much we don't have to but like he, like how much have you used anything like you know the mushrooms just yourself like your personal experience have you gotten any um do you mind sharing anything about like what you use them or how how you use them and stuff like that or i just use them when i got them when i can get them when i when i got them i use them and i i don't sit there and weigh them out or anything like that i just take them and i'll take a little more throughout the day and uh honestly it's just uh it, to me it's just a ball of energy man all day all day long i just go i don't stop i, I never stop been up since 6 a.m I, I don't stop you know those things just it's just added. It's, it's definitely replaced my Red Bull. Ah, yeah. So like a microdose, you go with kind of like a microdose. You take a little bit. Yeah, yeah I suppose. Cool. Ever try any like bigger doses or not really? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've done it all, bro. How, what's the biggest dose you did? I don't know. I've done it all, man. <laughs> okay. I got pretty high tolerance. All right. Well, um... Shoot. Well, what would um, any advice you give for anyone out there right now? That's maybe because a lot of the people that are probably listening are thinking about mushrooms and stuff like that and ha- are suffering from different types of addictions. Um, any any things um, you would say to anybody out there right now listening? Well, yeah, give it a try. But then again, you know, I don't want anybody getting in trouble because they are illegal. So that's a, it's a gray area. So. I mean, but um, I've never heard anything negative about them. My person, anybody I know that's taking them is a big smile on their face, and uh, I personally put puts a big smile on my face. Energy, clarity, um, just just every positive thing. Not not one negative thing about them, except uh, maybe they taste like shit. But who cares? <laughs> yeah, they don't taste that good. <laughs> yeah, you can get them in gummies and all that shit. Now they're they're yeah, covered in good. everything. Now they're they're all over the place. Just a matter of time. But uh, just get help, man. If you if you if you're suffering depression, alcoholism, or anything, 
you know, just get help somewhere. Start somewhere. Get some help. Change your life around, man. You can do it. Uh, still time. Tomorrow's not promised. So let's go. Start today. Get exercising. Exercising changed my life. You know, that, you know, I didn't do nothing for 12 years, and now I, I, now I do 12 hours a day. I mean, as soon as I'm off here, I'm going to be up and at them again. Awesome. I appreciate getting this little break here. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I love working out too. Um, so what, where, where's the, where's the plan for you now? Um, where, where are you going? Um, where do you see yourself going now that you've kind of got a new clarity on life and you're going forward. So where, where do you see yourself going now? Well, I just, I, 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 I got a bunch, I, you know, I, I train fighters still that keeps me happy. I, I train other MMA fighters, but right now I'm, I'm concentrating on this fight, October 14th, celebrity boxing in Miami, Florida. Versus Montel Griffin, hey, I'm all in. But uh, at the same time, I still got other stuff going on. I just got a dog, and I found out how how it's a lot of work, man. But I love it because I, I got to take him outside. I walk him all the time, so it's exercise, <laughs> exercise. Uh, I just love him. I, I, I live with my daughter. Um, we got a great relationship. I got three daughters. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a partner with Liver King. Uh, the carnivore diet. I, I promote the carnivore diet, and uh, me and Liver King are partners. He he'll be in my corner October fourteenth, man. Oh, I just, awesome! Awesome! Yeah, yeah, I just love the man. He's helped me out. He's that helped is. me out so many times. He he helped me out when I was way down, and uh, he's helped me climb all the way back up. And 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 now you know we're pushing the nine ancestral tenants and the carnivore diet, and uh, I. Believe in it 100%. It's truly amazing. It changed my life. Everything changed my life, but everything I've done has just been for the better. Um, uh, I, you know, I, I got a few other things going. I'm doing, looking into some real estate investments. I just got, I got, I just hired my manager back. So I'm going to be doing appearances. I, I give speeches. Um, I give uh, recover speeches, booking okay. those. So, you know, I mean, Instagram. I'm just busy, man. I'm, I'm busy around the clock. I, awesome. I, 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 I exercise while I'm on the phone. It's the only break I've taken in a long time. Man. <laughs> That's awesome, man. You're back at it. You're, you're, you're like, you're, you're driven. I've never, I've never been at it like this in my whole life. I was always just like, uh, I grinded for the fights, but all I did was eat, sleep, train. That's it. Eat, sleep, train, get off my feet. But now I get, I get, all kinds of stuff done. I'm, I'm really happy. But awesome. I'm going to get, we good here? Yeah, we're great. We're great. All Thank right, you brother. so much. Right. For taking the time. To we do it again. Yeah, yeah, totally. Let's do it again. Sounds all right, good. brother. You have a good day. All right, have a good one. Thanks. Talk to you later. Right. Thank you. All right, so if you want to know how curative mushrooms is helping sad people to improve their mental health by growing happy mushrooms at home using an all-in-one simple growing system that doesn't require any complicated instructions or expensive equipment, then head over to curativemushrooms.com.